everybody, and welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. I am Jared, and I'm going to be DMing the first altogether session of Nine Realms, or also known as Nine R. Uh, it's going to be a fantasy world with a bunch of humanoid animal races. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Joined together with all of the six members here, uh, we got Devin, Mike, Dylan, Danger, and Graham. So today, guys, don't share uh, your characters yet, because we'll do that in game since some of you guys haven't met each other yet. <laughs> I am Danger. I play a character who's got a name. I'm sure you guys are going to be impressed once I reveal them. I can't wait for you to find out more at home. I get what you're saying. I it, I didn't specify what you're really supposed to share. You can say anything like, oh, I DM Fractured World or I play blah, blah, blah in blah, blah, blah. Something like that. So people might know who you are would be a good idea. Hi, I'm Danger. You know me from this podcast. <laughs> yes. Same. Wow. That, that was great. <laughs> great job, Danger. We're... <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, <laughs> I mean a little bit. I think I've known you quite a bit longer than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not talking to you. Information's accurate. It wasn't specified whether or not you were talking to me. How was I supposed That's... to know? Uh, context? My name's Mike. I edit the podcast primarily, and I also GM Shanghai Station and play a gamut of characters, most of which are hated for no good reason. I think there are good reasons. I, I can name I, I could name a whole bunch of good reasons. I disagree. And that's why we don't like you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You're entitled to your opinion, no matter how wrong it is. Was that everyone? I'm not really sure. It's like half of us. Got away from me. <laughs> <laughs> <It was laughs> <two people. laughs> I, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Just, just jump in. Just jump in. Go next, Devin. Uh, I, I'm Devin. I don't know what I'm supposed to say, really. <laughs> what do you do on this we podcast, Devin? Aside from introducing animal dicks to every conversation, <laughs> I play the game. Uh, uh, you might remember me as the the uh, pedantic elf. This is going really well. This is going really well. <laughs> I don't. I, Just say the, fucking anything. I heartily disagree. If this if this actually happened in a podcast, I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> it would set the tone. Uh, this would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it could so happen. What do you? It's I gonna be this. funny. It's gonna be like. So what do you do? Uh, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> so what would you say you do here? <laughs> I I don't know what you what you want. That's good enough. I I get it. <laughs> Dylan, that's you. Uh, I'm Dylan, and I'm enjoying hearing Danger's will to not Danger Jared's will to live slowly diminish as we redo this like five takes in a row. Oh, right. I also made the game that we're playing and also play <laughs> in the other two campaigns as well as this one. And I'll be running the campaign that comes up after Jared finishes his. Accurate. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, and I'm Graham. I kind of do some behind the scenes stuff with the, the main game, not so much the podcast. Uh, 
And also, I'm here. He makes sure that my words are good. That was lovely. I look forward to editing it. Yeah, I make sure Dylan do words good. He's also a renowned video game journalist. I I am a video game journalist. <laughs> he's that. Yeah. Um, he's that guy that shit on that girl who made that bad game. What? <laughs> he is uh, Gamergate. He is Gamergate. <laughs> Wait, no. Also, I'm, I'm literally I'm referencing your your review of Jessica Chobot's game that was like oh, put on Daylight. IGN. Oh, yeah. that's the game that I won an award for, or the review <laughs> I won an award for. Daylight, hence renown. Those were some lovely introductions, guys. Uh, Great job, team. <laughs> that was perfect. Take five was the best. We, we learned it from watching you, Jared. It's not the intros <laughs> we need, but it's the intros we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, All right. maybe. So, previously, <laughs> up to this point, Cecil and Finn... Actually, let me rewind a bit. No one Why couldn't we, people are? Why couldn't we say our names if you're just going to say them a second later? <laughs> well, I'm going to cut that out, all right? Man, I can't wait to do these intros for a fifth time. <laughs> we should do it again with our names. No. It's our already gone too far. I don't want to do it again. Frankly, I kind of vote for leaving the disaster of an intro as the actual <laughs> intro because it's fucking hilarious. I kind of like it. I, I mean, thought it was pretty The thing good. is, people would have listened to like at least 15 of these intros at this point. So leaving that disaster of an intro is not a bad idea. I mean, I wasn't being sarcastic. I'm serious. That was funny. So you guys approach the Adventurer's Guild, and the first thing that you see is a gigantic plaza uh, in front of the guild that kind of looks like a topiary garden. There's kind of like hedges around the outskirts of it uh, in the form of like a square. There's a path running through the middle, as well as a fountain that seems to shoot out ice. The shrubs have been trimmed in the shapes of adventurers in dramatic poses. In this plaza, you see a large black bear who seems to be having the time of his life, making a bunch of dramatic poses and singing to himself. He is making a bunch... Well, I guess you'd have to get closer to investigate, but the thing that's probably more apparent to you is that you guys are all standing next to each other, so that's kind of probably in your more immediate vicinity. Uh, you guys are fair. I'll just say that you're fairly close to one another. You're not like standing right next to each other. That would be kind of weird. But you're like within like 50 feet of each other. Where's our employer? Mortimer. Uh, Mort has paid you and he has gone off uh, through a path on the side um, to a door that kind of seems to go to a lower level of the Adventurers Guild. I mean, you guys did what you were hired to do and he paid you and then he left. Kiard Moonfang, my character, is going to look over at Hootsworth, uh, the owl. My character is a humanoid wolf that uh, <clears throat> is wearing a thick brown tunic with uh, chainmail underneath it. He has a studded buckler on his back, and he has a uh, chain looped... Uh, 
attached to his left hip with a large crescent blade next to it. Uh, his face looks very wolf-like because he is a wolf, but all of his fur is actually feathers. There's these white feathers with black and gray tips. Oh, I I probably should have mentioned that um, Kiard is of a he's of a pretty lean figure, and he's about four ten, which is a little short for a wolf. Actually, pretty significantly short for a wolf. And he looks over at his uh, traveling companion, Professor Hootsworth, and says, "Uh, uh hey, uh, Hootsworth, you see that fountain there? Like, there's ice just coming right out of it. How how does that work?" So, Jared. Yeah, <laughs> I failed my intelligence check, so I'm going to use Conway's trivia. Okay. And I failed my luck check, so I learn a random fact, but not one that's useful in this situation. <laughs> People of the mole race have an extra thumb on each hand. <laughs> I lean over to <clears throat> Kiard, I point at the fountain and say, Did you know that people of the mole persuasion have extra thumbs? Um, no, I, I, I didn't know that, but thanks. What, what does your character look like, uh, Dylan? So Professor Hootsworth is in his mid twenties and he stands three feet, 11 inches high. And he is an owl person. He has great big bushy eyebrows and is col his coloration is based on the Northern white face owl. So. A lot of white and gray with black speckles. He is wearing a button-up shirt with a sweater vest over it, gray with uh, black speckles on it, and a jacket over that. Some slacks and shoes that are not sensible for traveling. Well, of course they wouldn't be sensible. You're a professor. Right. And he has an over-the-shoulder like messenger bag. So after getting a pretty unsatisfying answer from Hootsworth, uh, Kiard would look back at uh, Hannibal and ask him, "Hey, uh, you you've been around, haven't you? As you know, the sure big shot mercenary over here. You ever see anything like that? Like a fountain? Yes, many times. One shooting ice, <laughs> Hannibal. Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> it's an <laughs> ice fountain. What of it? I mean, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. I've seen a lot of ice fountains too. They, it, I, <laughs> it's no big deal. No, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of those. Well, there you go. What does Hannibal look like, Devin? He is quite big. He is a humanoid elephant. Uh, he. Stands at a towering seven foot eight and weighs over 400 pounds. So he's quite an, an imposing figure. And Hannibal has a really big hammer that he carries. Is uh, Finn kind of just following Cecil here, Graham? Uh, no, actually, I was going to do something next. <clears throat> uh, Finn is an otter. He's slightly larger than like an actual real for real otter would be uh, about average size in this world. I think that's what we agreed on, right? Just like normal size guy. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Like a <laughs> small type, which I guess would be about the size of a normal otter. Yeah, um, I'm wearing just kind of basic 
relatively plain leather garb, uh, something that's really useful for being out on out at sea all the time. And there's just the occasional little knitted accoutrement attached to it here and there that I that looks like I probably made myself because I did. Um, hey, Jared. I fail. I made a willpower check because I have ADHD, and um, this guy singing prompts me to uh, pull out my oar and begin to start playing bass with him. And I go over to him and have have a jolly old time. <sighs> uh, so when when the ADHD takes over, I just kind of motion to like Cecil. Come on, we're we're almost literally right there. Take it easy. Oh, I, I'm I'm so I'm so sorry, Finn. Uh, you know how I get sometimes. Um, and once again, uh, I then turn around immediately after starting to play a uh, a funky bass riff in the middle of this uh, topiary garden. Um, spinning around is Cecil, uh, Cecil Finnegan. I am a shark. So I am kind of, I, I, I'm a humanoid figure. I have thick legs that have uh, fins coming off of them. When I'm in the water, uh, I can combine my legs, and when they get wet, they turn into a shark-like tail. Um, I have ashen gray skin with white spots, and I have a couple of different colored speckles on my uh, face. <clears throat> a couple of like red, purple, and blue uh, patterns and freckles. I also have a like ash gray and red hair, um, and I have uh, rows of sharp teeth. Um, and I rush back over to you, Finn, after I get distracted. Oh yeah, there sure. we go. Um, having noticed that you briefly started playing the guitar, uh. Are you guys kind of all somewhat near the fountain at this point? I'm at least close enough to point and make a smug remark about it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking to my uh, traveling companions here, but uh, I I would definitely have <clears throat> seen the uh, shark humanoid. Uh, what, what are these races? Are they just called sharks? Yeah. What? I thought about <laughs> replacing it. I thought about replacing it with different words, but I just figured that would be more confusing. So yeah, might as well just stick with shark. My sharks are called Dibbly Doos, guys. Get it straight. <laughs> I mean, I did give them, like, you know, regions that they were from and whatnot, but that's just confusing to talk about. So let's just call them sharks. So I would have seen, <laughs> I would have seen the shark, uh, starting to jam out with this bear at the, uh, at the fountain. Yeah. I like say started to and then he stopped. <laughs> I'd say I'm like a decent, like, decent distance away, just hanging out with wherever my traveling companions are. Uh, the big black bear kind of just starts walking towards you guys with a big smile on his face um, as the uh, statues kind of change in position. Uh, one of them seems to, like, grow a smile and wave at you as the guy shouts out to you guys. Oh, hello there. Oh, hello. Hello there, sir. How are you? How are you doing this afternoon? Oh, I'm good. Uh, good. Good guitar play in there. You oh, guys. Uh, oh, you guys. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You guys new around here? Yeah, we actually just got in this afternoon. We're um on our way inside. Fresh recruits. Oh, sure. Well, if you need anything, let me know. The name is Barry. It's a common name. Uh, Yeah, if there's anything in specific you're looking for, don't be afraid to ask. Bear person, I require information regarding Bombly. Uh, his, his demeanor goes from kind of like quite happy to 
slightly less happy. Uh, I haven't seen Bombly in a while. He's out on a mission. Um, kind of a long story, to be honest with you. Uh, a lot of our members went off to investigate uh, to investigate a, a mage to the west, and they didn't come back. So Bombly was among those. We did send out, and then he kind of just looks even more sad for a second, did send out a, another party to check on them. My good friend, Bo, my good friend went there too. Sometimes he helps me with the gardens. Bo Buckwheat, real great guy. But yeah, if you're looking for the uh, kitchens, um, you can find his assistant there. His assistant's name's Her- Herman. Thank you, bear person. Wait, wait, Barry. Barry. Did you say Bo yeah. Buckwheat? Yeah, Bo Buckwheat. Good friend. Wait, One of the I- nicest deer I ever met. It's real tragic, though. Wait, wh- what's tragic? Wh- when did when did you see Buckwheat? Uh, last time I saw him was probably about a week and a half ago. But yeah, it's a real shame what happened to his son. Barry, Barry, where is Bo? Bo went to go check on check on Bombly and the others to see what happened. Professor, but yeah, need, if you want to know go. more, we need we need to want to know more about it. I would talk to the uh, I would talk to Queen Gust in the Exploration Wing. Uh, she definitely would be able to tell you more about their location. Professor, we we need to where, where is it? It's it's in this building. That's oh where yeah, I should probably, I should probably tell you that. <laughs> yeah, just go left. Just go in the door. Take a left. That's it. Kiard runs off. He doesn't even consult with anyone else. He just runs off to the door. I also follow Kiard. Um, I was waiting for that conversation to be to kind of wrap up, um, but as soon as they as soon as I kind of get interrupted having this conversation with Barry, I'm immediately done and I turned away and I start walking inside, and I kind of motion to Finn so I would have head inside. Yeah. Um. So I'll just kind of describe uh, as you guys walk into this uh, the the Adventurers Guild. You've got two big wooden doors. They open up for you no problem, and you're in the middle of you're in the middle of a somewhat large common room. There's like a lot of what looked like dinner tables and it's, you know, remarkably empty for the most part. Uh, He instructed you to go left. So basically you see a bunch of doors. There's one on the left. He must mean that door. Yeah. Kiard's basically running as quickly as he can and, and just like sprinting in this direction. Is, is Hannibal, is Hannibal going along with this? I'm going to the adventurers guild. But are you are you like running after me, or are you just like? <laughs> Am I running in public? No. <laughs> <laughs> are you kind of just doing your own thing at this point, or do you gonna? I'm walking towards the either Adventurers way is fine. Guild. Okay, you're at the Adventurers Guild. You're in the plaza of the Adventurers Guild, yes, listening I'm... to a conversation. Oh, I wouldn't care about that conversation. I would just immediately <laughs> go to the Adventurers Guild. Okay, so I'm just gonna say that you're probably going in the same direction as them danger and uh and graham here so you said you lost interest in talking to the guy yeah like instantly as soon as i was interrupted i was about to have a nice conversation with barry and then this rude ass owl just interrupted me so i walked away um i mean fair accurate description i i failed my will check and i'm now bored of the situation adhd for the win i'm out i don't respect people who aren't owls I'm aware of that. I mean, these things all make Cecil sense. Cecil isn't, but I'm aware of that. Does Finn um, have any other actually, questions? Actually, you respect me slightly because I can talk to rocks. Oh, that's right. 
You're slightly smarter than the other average people who aren't owls. Yes. He's at notch one in your book. There's a hundred notches. Better than zero. Um, (laughs) No, wait. Regular people, Hannibal, plants and animals, Kiard, Bombly, other owls, me. So one thing I will say is that probably is good to avoid ranking characters by numbers because someone did that before and it was not well received. Wait, when did this happen? It's Vince joke. Oh, right. Anyway. Oh, I thought I thought that was a, a, a clever little everyone hates Mr. G joke. <laughs> I thought it was too. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Everyone's at a 15 and G's at a zero. <laughs> Finn, are you equally bored with uh, Barry Cruz, the uh, bardener? I'm I'm going to follow shortly, but I did have one like lingering question. Yeah, what 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 you want to know? Is there just a, is there anywhere particular once we get inside that we should go to if we want to sign up? Anyone you'd recommend speaking to in particular? You know, for me, I I'd really appreciate it if you could maybe. Are you adventurers? Are you guys? Uh, we're we're trying to be. Yeah, yeah fair, fair. <laughs> you come to the right place there. Uh, probably the exploration wing would be a good spot. Uh, Queen Gust for sure definitely could probably give you more information and if you could if you could help save my friend Bo Buckwheat or just make sure he's okay I'd really appreciate that sure I love gardening but sometimes it gets a little bit lonely and then he like as he does that he kind of just strikes a pose and the previously smiling statuesque uh, shrub has a frown (laughs) and his just expression (laughs) he puts his sword down and he's just got a frown and he's looking downward I, I pat him on the shoulder uh, delicately and then head into the hall. Or I guess I'm like the knee because I'm tiny. Thanks, man. <laughs> he kind of returns to his work, slightly less enthusiastic. A nerve has been struck. And he's kind of like, uh, you guys know in uh, basketball when they're doing the happy dance? He, that's kind of what he looks like. He's like trying to <laughs> do the happy dance, doing the happy dance. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> So the two others, uh, the otter and the shark, walk into this common room and they see yet another shark. Um, this one is an older gray shark with a lovely white belly. He's a bit chubby. Um, and yeah, this presumably must be Cecil's father's friend. Uh, he's wearing a yellow tunic underneath a worn brown leather apron and he has a vibrant red hammer on his belt so is this the guy cecil uh yes i I do believe that this is this is him oh hey there you must be cecil yes that's that's me you must be my father's um acquaintance yes i i was friends with your father he sent word that you'd be coming in uh welcome to the adventurers guild uh who's your friend here um this is this is my buddy um Finn, we met on the boat ride over here, and conveniently, we were heading to the same place. Ah, oh, nice to meet you. Uh, the name's Flint Flugelglass. Hey, what's up? You can just call me Flint, though. It's something similar. Uh, my name's Fenimore, and my friends call me Fen. Fen? Fen, with an E. Oh, oh okay, sorry. I thought you said Finn. And then I turned to Cecil, just like, uh, he did. I think he misheard. Must be awfully polite. Uh, sorry, I was, I was just following the lead of that, of that darn Dagglesworth. He led me astray once again. 
that's just how it goes. You got you'll get used to it. You can, <laughs> yeah. So what uh, what uh, brings you guys around here? What are you looking to do? Some general adventure in, huh? Well, I'm I'm looking to get stronger by kind of whatever means necessary, whether that be general adventuring um, or something different. What would you recommend as you are the expert of this place? Well, to be honest with you, people are trying to get me to do all this smithing and whatnot, but I just get so bored with the basic stuff. If you guys could, uh, my uh, assistant Gavin Graymane is actually on a on a mission to to check on some adventurers that went missing. Uh, maybe uh, go ask about that. Go. Uh, he kind of points uh, to the behind you guys to the to the his right, the exploration wing, which is the same direction that the other three happened to go in. Sorry, two. And then the elephant very slowly is walking in the rear. Oh, that's the wing the bear told us to go to, by the way. I, I see. Um, would we also... Is that also where we sign up? Where exactly do we kind of sign up for this? Yeah, That's where the bear said to go. He asked us to... He okay. told me to go to the exploration wing and ask about his missing friend. Okay. I mean, if you guys think you got the got what it takes, if you got the grit, you know, just pick up a pick up a uh you know a mission and you know we'll, whoever it is will set you up but yeah i'd appreciate that one shark man is there a library here uh so so flint Flugelglass kind of looks away from talking to you two and to the big elephant guy it's uh right through that door in front of you actually uh there's a staircase to the left but uh if you're looking for the librarian they're actually not there uh, the librarian just went out. Actually, he kind of like points back to the other group. The librarian. Wait, what about was in Liberia? The <laughs> I I I straight up like jerk my head a little bit when I hear him say librarian. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, if yeah, I think it should be pretty obvious what I'm doing here with wordplay. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I, it is. Yeah. But, but. <laughs> the librarian actually was in a party with with my dear friend Gavin Graymane. He actually went out with Bo Buckwheat as well to try to to try to find the. Uh... So, continue. So does that mean the library is closed, or? I mean, the library's there, but you're not gonna be able to find anything without the librarian. Also, there's wings that are closed off, books in different languages, stuff like that. All right, pal. Can I can I not go into the library? I mean, you can go in there if you want, but you won't find what you're looking for without the librarian. Why not? Is is there no Dewey Decimal System, or are the books in alphabetical order, or something? Like, are they just thrown on a shelf wherever? Is that what you're saying? Sorry, I'm, I'm being <laughs> presumptuous. I wouldn't be able to find. I mean, you can look and find out if you want. Organized, if if you need the librarian. Okay, I'm gonna go look in the library. You walk into the the wing on the left, the exploration branch. Uh, and there's the staircase to the left side of the room. Uh, for Mike and uh, Dylan, who kind of already headed that way, let me just kind of describe what this area looks like a little bit more. Yeah, basically, this is like somewhat of a long hallway. Uh, there's a bunch of maps and paintings along the along the walls. Um, at the end of the hall, there's a desk that's piled sky high with papers. There's books along the wall to the right side. And there are a bunch of like taxidermy mounts of these weird kind of peculiar creatures that most of you probably would have never seen before. Uh, you know, a winged tortoise, a gorilla with eight legs, an alligator with two heads, you know, shit like that. And it's just kind of 
kind of an interesting spectacle. Yes, there is a staircase going down to the library on the left-hand side. I'm going to go to the library. Are we already in the exploration guild section? Yes, you are. I kind of was trying to get it so that you all happen to go there at a similar time to avoid having the same conversation three times. Well, I I already ran I ran in there, so I would get in there first. Yes, you are. Uh the person he told you that to go find was Queen Gust, the master of the exploration research office. Do I see a person behind the desk? Oh yeah. You see okay. um you see an owl, the very barely. There's so many papers on top of it. It's just a ridiculous mass. Sorry. A ridiculous mass. Of okay, papers. she's an owl, so that means I respect her. Okay, Kiard runs does he he sees like the very top of this owl's head piled behind a bunch of papers? Yeah. You see an owl wearing green robes. So Kiard runs forward to the front of the desk, pushes the papers aside, does not care what happens to the papers. Yeah, like parts the sea of papers. <laughs> You push the papers? He runs up to the desk, pushes the papers with both of his hands to the side, and says, Where is Bo? Tell me where he, where she is. He runs up to the table with mountains of papers that may or may not be, like, very deliberately organized, <laughs> and he throws them to the side. Papers fly everywhere to the side, and she looks at you and blinks. Who are you? Where is Bo? So, I'm guessing at this point I have caught up. Because I was also running, but I have tiny, stubby little owl legs. Oh, yeah. So I will reach into my pocket, grab something, probably a coin, throw it at Kiard's head, telescope my neck up to look at this owl lady and go, I apologize for my cousin. He is part inferior dum-dum. Oh, I wouldn't. <sighs> Sorry, she just kind of like pauses for a second and takes a deep breath. Enthusiasm is very important, but you could, if you could tone it down a little bit, and I can answer your questions. And she starts kind of like picking up these papers that are now all over the place and stacking them back up. What was it that you wanted to know? Where's Bo? Where is Bo? Bo Buckwheat. Oh, Bo Buckwheat. Sorry, you have to specify. I don't care about Bo Buckwheat or know who that is. I am seeking information about Bombly. Professor, I don't care about your Bombly. I need to find Bo. I the answer to both of your questions are actually the same. They, uh, Bombly was set out on a mission with a bunch of high-ranking members of the Adventurers Guild to try to investigate a mage that had come to the area. Uh, when that group never returned, so they were sent to to try to find Bombly and the rest of that group. It was the, li it was the librarian, Bo Buckwheat, and Gavin Greymane. So you're telling me that Bombly is in the same person as this Bo Buckwheat, is in the same location as this Bo Buckwheat? Well, hopefully. To be honest, the fact that Bombly has been gone for so long does not bode well. This mage is somewhat powerful. Where, where is it? Where is the mage? Um, they're in a, in a burrow far to the west from here. Far to the west? A few days. Yes, I can I can mark it on a map if if, if you'd like. But hey, wait for just a few moments. There frequently are other people in the guild that are looking for for missions. <laughs> I I believe that going by yourself might be a bit dangerous. I uh... so I twist my head around to face Kiard and I give him the smuggest look I can manage and say, "You see, I told you the tree knew what it was doing. It sent you after me on purpose." I I I know, but I I need we need to go. We need to go now. I, I, uh... Patience, Kiard. Ugh. 
Okay, so as Kiard is very frustrated and in a huge hurry, let's go to let's go to much more chill folk here. <laughs> let's. I just rolled for Will, and I blackjacked my Will roll. Kiard takes a couple deep breaths and then looks at all the papers that are all over this room and then says, "All right, uh, I'm I'm sorry about the I'm sorry about the papers. I'll." Oh, here, it's here. fine. And then he starts I'll helping. I'll get someone from the scribery to pick it up. No, 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 no. I, I, let's, let's talk about this. I, I'm going to help out. She kind of like turns her head a little bit like, no, no, I insist. I insist. You've done enough. No, no. He's, he's, he's helping picking Please up the stop. papers. He's helping picking <laughs> up the papers. Please stop touching my papers. Yes. To be honest, my desk usually isn't this much of a mess, but with the librarian gone, I, I've had much more troubles organizing all of the papers and books coming in from the scribery so let me let me help. it's fine let me help i'll, I'll help out so yeah we're just gonna <laughs> they're picking up papers one at a time putting them back probably in the wrong order things like that <laughs> but it's okay he's trying so i have the psychometry skill which lets me learn things about an object that i touch could i use that to know which papers were next to the other papers and put them in the right order so i just touch it and i know something about it so do you have to roll for it uh roll 572 checks (laughs) (laughs) sense check yeah just roll a sense check and if you get it i'll just say it works two out of six all right, so you reach out to grab them, and somehow the papers just rearrange. The one thing that doesn't happen is that they're not all lined up perfectly, so you'll have to spend some time adjusting them. But now they're back in the correct order. Good on you. You see, I'm smarter than Kiard because I have an owl. Therefore, I know what papers go with the other papers, even though I've never seen them before. Well, there are plenty of different types of intelligence, young one. Though I appreciate you organizing my papers. <laughs> maybe maybe you can help the librarian. <laughs> Hannibal's at the staircase, standing there, kind of overhearing this conversation. Unsure if he's going to go down the stairs or talk well, to them yet. I'm not unsure. I say, you don't have to be an owl to be smarter than Kiard. I'm going to head down to the library. Maybe you should join me and read a book or something. You might learn something. Go read your books, you hack. I will, okay. You know what? I can sense deep down the frustration. You can't read, can you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can read. I, I can read books. I've read yeah. books. Okay. Well, I'm going to head down to the library now. The library. Oh, it's called the library. As it were. <laughs> it's just the librarian. Yeah, no. Um, so as you walk down the stairs, we're going to cut back really quickly to Cecil and Finn. Uh, you guys are currently engaged talking to talking to Flint Flugelglass. He, did he direct us to the same person that the bear told yeah. me to talk to? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I would have uh, had, headed straight there. So you you walk into the aftermath and moving to Hannibal going down the stairs. All right. So you go down a staircase and you find a massive library full of books. Can I discern any sort of sorting system? Yes, there are several sorting systems. 
Um, it's organized by, from what you can tell, different sections as you're walking through. You see different rows and rows of books, and it seems to go down different levels. Um, you can actually see what looks like a second lo lower level of books, and then there's just like a giant kind of, uh, it seems to kind of curve from both the left and right. It's a very, very big library. It's also alphabetized. Do I see any history section? Oh, several. Um, you Elephant see, history section? Uh, you'd have to look a bit. I'm looking. But yeah, I will say, roll a sense. How long does it take you? I failed. No, it takes you several minutes to find the elephant history section. You're walking from aisle to aisle, kind of going through. You see, like, um, a brief history of the Nine Realms. You see, you know, history of Bjornfjord, history of the Adventurer's Guild. You see history of the seas. And then you find yourself in, like, a, the wrong section where you're not in the history area anymore, so you backtrack. And then you manage to find a different staircase going down further. And in this area, you find more history. And it's equally confusing, but you find one called Elephant History. I'm going to look for any books written by Hanno or Pyrrhus, first of all. Sure. If there are any. So you're going to go looking for these authors. Or books about Pyrrhus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's going to be a lot of books about one of them. I forget which one. I think it's Pyrrhus. There's going to be several books yes. about that guy. About wars, exploits, different military structures, a bunch, just a shit ton of information about this guy. The other one, though, you actually don't see any information about Hanno that you can find anyway. You would have to spend a lot of time here reading these books because there's a lot. This is the second biggest library in the Nine Realms that you are at. Yes. The owls have, have that on you. Well, I assume I can't take any of the books with me, right? Uh, it's very likely that they probably have some sort of like magical thing in place to prevent people from stealing books and prevent them from returning them late. You don't know. I Okay. Is there any one that looks like specifically interesting? Like specifically after the war stuff? Um, how about we say that you grab the most general one that you can find? Okay. So you grab a very general book. I thumb through it. As you pick it up, roll a sense. Pass. One of three. All right. You learn things or sorry you read a bunch of things that you essentially already know um, a lot of this information is somewhat commonplace and it's what you're taught as a child where you're from but these other nations might not do it as well you find that like okay. the the tone is a bit wrong like it probably wasn't written by an elephant like you're taught these things a bit differently worthless yeah it's uh roll me an intelligence blackjack three of three you get this like overwhelming feeling that if you had the librarian with you, you would be able to probably find what you're looking for. Otherwise, it's going to take you a really long time. All right. I'll put the book back and, and go back upstairs. Nah, I'll go look for the librarian. Seems It seems futile without him or her. So this whole process has taken you a little while. Um, it's very hard to maneuver through the li library um, without without someone who knows what's up. Um, so we're going to kind of go back to the other four. We walked in after kind of the, the aftermath of all the papers falling. Kiard takes a, a deep breath 
and seems to like calm his demeanor as he starts helping them pick up papers only to have professor Hootsworth do it in a, in an effective way. Wow. The looks like things escalated in here rather quickly. Yes. Uh, you could say that. Oh, just a bit of, uh, just a bit of in- excitement, uh, and enthusiasm. I-, I would say pleasure to meet you. My name is queen gust. Thank uh, you, Dylan. Is that your drive me nuts? Is that your name? Queen? Is that your first name? Yes, my name's Queen. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name's So you would know this though. Oh, I would I mean I would know about the owl the owl naming. Yeah, the, yeah. you would know about the title title thing. That's very normal for, for yeah, owls. I am Professor Hootsworth the chef. My dad is Senator Hootsworth the doctor, and my mom is Doctor Hootsworth the lawyer. <laughs> can you can you please explain you. to the <laughs> listeners how that works? <laughs> Well, it's just a it's just a cultural thing. The uh, the owls name themselves with titles. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it was an idea that was funny until <laughs> now. <laughs> until right now, <laughs> it just sounds like they're trying to be forever disappointed in their children's uh, career choices. <laughs> Here's what we thought you were based on it, what you looked like at birth. Thanks for not measuring up, you piece of shit. So. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm again. I'm sorry, Queen. I didn't. Uh, my my name's Kiard, Kiard Moonfang. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for helping me with these papers. It's it has been qu- quite a burden ever since the librarian went on that on that uh, mission to save to save our friends. How how is how was Bo? How did you meet Bo? Well, Bo came in. Uh, it's kind of tragic. His son unfortunately disappeared. And he's been he's been working with the Adventurers Guild, trying to learn more about these. Uh, he called them portals, these big weird things. Sorry, I've got something in my eye. It's very distracting. Yes, he's been trying to figure out where his son is, who has been missing for some time. Yes, well, Bo had a unfortunate relationship with his son, um, where they weren't very close. But when he disappeared, Bo was overwhelmed with grief and wanted to make sure that he was okay. Bo never mentioned a son the whole time we worked together. You didn't... You're a bit young to be working with Bo, huh? I... No, we... We worked together for for years until I I thought... I thought His son's name was Baby. Baby Buckwheat. I... I... That... This is... I'm... Did you know his son? No, I, I... uh, Mike, your friend's name went by Buckwheat. No, his name was just Buckwheat. It was just I'm Buckwheat. Looking at it. This is why I make up my backstory as I go along. Wait, did I know that this person's name was Baby? No, you didn't. He never told you his real name is Baby. He he called himself Buckwheat. Wait, wait. So so what you're telling me is that is that Baby Buckwheat disappeared. Not yes, Bo Buckwheat. baby Buckwheat disappeared. Well, actually, at this point, Bo Buckwheat has disappeared as well. That's actually what we'd wanted to get <laughs> someone to help us with. But yes, baby Buckwheat disappeared several years ago, and Bo Buckwheat came to the Adventurers Guild to try to find more information on how he can potentially discern his location. Wait, so, so no one knows where? How old was? Did, did he describe baby Buckwheat? How how old was baby Buckwheat? You know, I'm not certain that he ever did say. I would imagine some something around your age, roughly, because he was he was a mercenary when he disappeared. So I would imagine that that's a similar, maybe a bit older than you. Yes, yes, that's who I'm looking for. I, God damn it! 
I raise my well, hand with uh with my oar in my hand in the back of the room as this is happening. Oh, hello, nice to meet you. The the pleasure is mine, Queen. Is this also the the group that's going to be sent out to look for Gavin Greymane? Is this all related? Oh yes. The three of those were sent out together. Gavin, Bo, and the Librarian all went out together, but they haven't returned. It's been a little bit over a week, and it's starting to be a bit troubling, but I can't leave all this work here. That's where we come in, hopefully. Right, that's that's kind of the idea. If you are, are you adventurers? Uh, we're trying to be. Hmm. I've I heard from Flint that this was kind of our first, uh, our first stop. She kind of sizes you guys up for a second and just, like, puts her hand? The owls have... She puts her wing on her mouth. <laughs> like I would, like I would like to that. point out that I'm posing fabulously as as she's eyeing me up, and I got a two out of five style check. We have wings, but we also have hands, by the way. Oh, factual. Oh no, don't do that again. It's too late. We don't need a Johnny thing. <laughs> it's a Warplords thing now. No, it's it's important. I guess so. <laughs> First have hands, and hands. We're stuck. It's too late. <laughs> well, you know, I think. If you could just get some one more person in your group who's a bit, I don't know, bigger, it might help your odds. You know, I'm Wait. I'm sorry. What I, are you saying about us? What are you trying to say? Perhaps we could get the person who followed us in here, the giant elephant man. Just at that moment, a giant elephant walks up the stairs. As he walks up the stairs, I respond everyone, to Hootsworth, that dick, I don't want to go anywhere with that guy. He's smarter than you, shush. <laughs> Hootsworth, I've had enough of your shit, alright? That guy's not smarter than me, he talks to fucking rocks, okay? That's how I know he's smarter than you. You don't speak rock. Your chain of logic makes no sense. That's because you didn't go to school. <laughs> hey, Elephant, Elephant Man, uh, Queen Gust, nice to meet you, what's your name? Name's Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal, it's a pleasure to meet you. You know, I wouldn't be wrong in guessing that you might happen to be looking for the librarian, are you? Or I wouldn't be wrong, would I? Absolutely not. These four happen to be trying to go on on a quest of sorts to find the group that the librarian is with. You wouldn't perhaps want to accompany them, would you? <laughs> These four questing? What a laugh! Yeah, I'll go <laughs> with them. <laughs> Somebody's gotta watch over them. Well. If you guys are going to go there, I I need to give you something uh, to help you. And she kind of uh, looks at all of you, and she just kind of looks at the otter and smiles in kind of like a she's into it kind of way. And she hands you... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she likes what she sees. Um, and she hands you... Is it starter Pokemon? No. It's not a starter <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. Wrong game. Wrong game. <laughs> A jagged purple crystal, um, and she gives you, like, a piece of paper with instructions, uh, and it's, she says, when you get to the burrow and you need to return home, use this purple crystal and you'll be able to teleport back here. Sweet. I give her, like, a, like a cocky Indiana Jones smirk and then pocket it. She kind of giggles. Joke's on you. It's a direct path to her bedchambers. <laughs> Does... Does the one stone work for all of us? Oh, yes, of course. The instructions are on that little paper. I promise I didn't put my phone number on it or anything. Wait, no. <laughs> phone numbers don't exist in this world. Uh, 
<laughs> yes, no, it's a, you just essentially make a, a large circle, have everyone stand inside of it, and then you, you say the words. I wrote them down. Uh, Jared. Yes. If I put special purple crystal with instructions in my inventory, yes. when we need that in like eight months, will that be enough? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I don't think eight. Yeah, maybe. Um, so she gives you that. And then which one of you here has a map? I can mark where the burrow is. It's called Black Hill Burrow. It's an old military hideout from hundreds of years ago. It's been abandoned for years. Oh, I couldn't see how anybody would get lost there. She kind of walks away and she shuffles through a bunch of papers and she, oh, here it is. And she has like a whole stack of maps. She's like, um, this, this will do. She hands each person one that wants one. So she hands you all maps. If you ever need more specific maps for certain locations, uh, the librarian will be able to help you out. I look at the map. Wow. This is so useful to have. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Oh, um, sorry, I forgot. I need to mark where it is. Um, I do actually have a relevant question about the map. Is it a world map or is it just a map of Bjorn, Bjornford? Um, this one in particular is a world map. World map. Um, Thank you. It's a world map. It doesn't have nautical stuff. So, uh, Graham, if you have nautical information on a map, that's... I would assume that's the only kind of stuff I had. Yeah, no, this is a world map. It basically has the... Gen like, you know the picture I've sent you before of just general, like nine realm shit it's like that where the yep. kingdoms are where the rivers go where the lakes are and mountains and such and she marks on that's each, more or less what i figured she marks on each of your maps um to this area to the west of bjornfjord relatively like far actually kind of almost halfway to like the sheffel fields but not quite there's a bunch of rolling hills um and she marks an area and says this is where it is, Black Hill Borough. Please be careful if you go that way. If it turns out that it's too dangerous for you to go forward, please just use the crystal, and then you know we'll be able to send other people if you're not capable of of the uh, of the threats there. Ha! Huh. I am very capable. All right, you better keep up, Hannibal. I meant no offense. Just if that's the case, you can come back, and we'll be able to help you. This ain't my first rodeo, sweetheart. <laughs> so if we complete the mission, we are we are proper recruits, or are we already considered recruits? Oh, I, I would consider you con recruits as of now. You're doing okay. a mission for the guild, but, you know, you'll become f guild members, of course, and you'll also be rewarded. Um, with the Adventurer's Guild, all honest work is paid with honest pay, so we can get to that later um, if, if, if you're okay with it, but... I mean, that's that's totally fine. Yes, all I require is recipes and access to Bombly. Oh, well, um... Is Bombly like a drug or something? Bombly is the only person not an owl that I respect. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't mind um, him. He's, he's, uh, he's all right. A jackass? I, yeah. I think. I, yeah, he's fine. Hey, don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> um... Professor, could I see your recipe book? Certainly. I hand over my recipe book. She kind of flips through it. She's like, oh, you quite a lot of space for more recipes. Maybe you should uh, stop by and see Herman in the kitchens. He's very busy right now. Thank you. But I'm sure he could give you something for the, for the way there. It is a few days journey. I'm sure a new recipe would bring more joy to your, your group. Thank you. I will do that. If it's a few it's, days, we should probably get provisions. 
but this uh this guy should probably pay for his own. And he points at the largest member of the group, the elephant. <laughs> uh, certainly. So you're talking um, about the elephant in the room. Yes, the elephant <laughs> in the room. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. Um, hey, are you good, Dylan? Do you can you not do that for literally the rest of the campaign now since you did it? <laughs> no Is promises. That no more elephant <laughs> no in the room. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna keep happening. <laughs> I make no promises, but I'm not going to force it. Devin can no longer enter any rooms. He can only stay outside. <laughs> He's the elephant outside of the room. God damn it. Queen Gust pulls out a little notepad, uh, scribbles something down on a sheet of paper, and she says, this is uh, for some provisions. Uh, just go down to the warehouse uh, and hand them this sheet of paper. They'll give you um, what you need, food and other things should you require it. Just tell them what you need when you get there. Uh, and to get there, of course, sorry, I forgot that you're still new. Go outside the front door and take a left and go down the stairs. Do you have any other questions? I do have quite a bit of work to get back to, but I do so much enjoy loving, love talking to new people. As she kind of like accidentally said, loving while making eye contact with uh, Fen and kind of just got awkward. One sec, let me roll and see if I noticed. <clears throat> Holy shit. Nope. That's a big fail. I noticed. Six out of three. I got a one out of two watching that go down. It was the only sense yeah. check I've passed so far. Uh, I was, I, I was like looking at my map or something, I guess. Fair. Yeah, Queen. I think Queen Gust and go to the kitchen. Yeah. Queen Gust is now Queen Fluster. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That was bad. Yeah. Queen well, Gust is now Queen Lust. <laughs> Thank That's you. Better. Oh my god. <laughs> it was that right was there. Better. So I already know the smarmy owl and whatever Kiard is. Who are these two? Yeah, we haven't been properly introduced. What's your name? My name is Cecil. Um, I come from Isle Dreadwood. Um, and if any of you uh, aren't looking to fight, I can probably talk our way out of most situations. I mean, I can't guarantee anything. I typically go blade first but that's good to know put her there son i'm gonna shake his hand finn is finn or his hand i'm going to turn to the uh the weasel the the sea weasel so uh what what's your name yeah you mean the The otter otter. it's a sea weasel (laughs) it's a weasel of the sea that's that's a little better i guess (laughs) uh i'm fenimore friends call me finn uh, then I give like a sideways look at Cecil at that. Once again, um, <laughs> I have to blame Dagglesworth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm just screwing with you. It's fine. <laughs> I, I'm from uh, Rivers Rest. Me and my buddy Ray, we used to, uh, who everybody loves, by the way. Yeah, Ray's the fucking man. Uh, yeah, me and my buddy Ray used to sail all the time. I used to be in the Navy back at Rivers Rest. Me and my buddy Ray had a ship. Uh, I'm trying to get that back, as a matter of fact, by doing all this crap uh well my my name's uh kiart moonfang i I, what happened to your ship got impounded by by who who impounded your ship all right what what are you a smuggler not knowingly oh well that that sounds complicated uh i i guess you're not really a big fan of there's a lot to it at this point (laughs) oh no he he wasn't knowing he wasn't in the know either ah well that that's tough uh besides everybody loves ray come on yeah, Ray, Ray out of this. Ray's the fucking man. I I mean, 
I don't know, Ray. I don't, I don't know who this guy is. All you need to know is that he's the fucking man. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole That's the whole bit, Keyard. I'm going to say you guys are making this small talk as you kind of are walking in the directions of the places that you're trying to go. Totally just so fine. you're not that just works. like standing in this person's office. <laughs> I'd shake your hand too, but logistically seems difficult. Let's go with a let's go with an old nod of the head. <laughs> Wait, so uh, where do we provision carts and whatnot? Like yard would move. I would assume that's in the kitchen too. Uh, carts, like like a like a cart that we would bring with travel. Oh oh oh, like a requisition officer, like that. Like, yeah yeah, like I'm trying like the armory. To, I'm trying to get as much stuff as we can. Like yard's focus right now is to get out of here and track down Bo Buckwheat. Well, she handed, I, I don't think I specified earlier, but she handed one of you, um, I'm just going to say it was probably Professor, because I think he was standing the closest, uh, just a, a sheet of paper to go down to the warehouse uh, acquisition areas. Why don't and, we just say it's Kiard, because he would be the one who wants to leave the quickest. Okay. We'll just say that he get, uh, Queen Gust gave you the acquisitions paper. Yeah, and I'd, I'd head wherever that, that goes. Honestly, as long as she didn't give it to me, we're all good. Yep. So I'm going to guess that uh, Professor Hootsworth wants to stop by the kitchen on the way. It's not particularly out of the way. Um, oh, yeah. I wasn't paying any attention to these people, and I just went for the kitchen. Yeah. So you can spot pretty clearly once you get to the common room, there's like metallic doors that open both ways that would indicate a kitchen. Um, so it's probably that way, though it is pretty big and you're pretty small. I go that way. What's your plan to open this door? Check out how easy it is to push or Yeah, I'm going to try to push it first and foremost. So it just so happens that one of the members of the Adventurers Guild who still is here is their maintenance guy. So he's he's greased the doors, they open without difficulty. So even with your tiny little height, you can open up these big doors. Wonderful. So uh you walk in, you see a kitchen, and you see a big polar bear who is running around he's got no help he's by himself kind of going from one station to another you hear like the chopping sounds doing prep and kind of just a whirlwind of of cookery he doesn't even notice you come in does he look like he knows what he's doing in a kitchen yes awesome i i go up to him and i say hello chef Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Herman. He's a young polar bear, so he sounds like a boy. Fuck you guys. I am Professor Hootsworth. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, so you're a professor, huh? And he's kind of still chopping, like... No, I'm a chef. Oh, pleasure to meet you, chef. Uh, do you go by Chef Hootsworth or Chef Professor Hootsworth? Yes. <laughs> pleasure to meet you, Chef Professor Hootsworth. You can just call me... <laughs> You can just call me Chef Herman. Ah, I'm really busy here. I've got a I've got a lot of work to do uh, with with the other chefs being gone. Um, is there something I can help you with? Yes, Queen Gust sent me in here to talk to you. But if you're busy, perhaps I could help you prepare some food, and then you could provide me with some recipes to take on the road. I'm looking for Bombley. Hmm. He kind of looks around. Do you have knives? Do I have knives? Do you have knives? I don't have knives written in my character sheet. So he kind of looks around, um, 
Just a paring knife that I use as a butcher's knife. Oh, you, what kind of chef doesn't have knives? We can't have that. Uh, I've got one sitting around here. Give me a second. Um, and he hands you um, just like a very basic chef knife. Um, it's like curved. So it's one of the ones that um, you're meant to kind of like pivot. Uh, it's weighted kind of, well, it's got a wood handle and it, you know, wood handle, metal, metal blade. Is he like giving it to me, giving it to me, or just like hand, like here, use this for a bit? Do you ask him that? Yes. No, no, no. You can keep it. I, you know, I don't have use for that one. Um, and you know, if you're if you're gonna help, I can use all the help I can get. Yeah, chef, take that station over there. And he kind of just gives you a bunch of chef instructions. Um, and we'll just kind of decide all of it with a couple rolls. Um, I would guess this would be style or intelligence. Uh, I do not have craft cooking, so just a style. What is it when it's craft cooking? I make a number of style checks equal to my intelligence rank, and only one of them has to pass. A chef that doesn't have cooking. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Not yet. He's a young chef. I'm not a a scholar. I'm a priest. So yeah, you're you're like chopping up carrots and celery, you know, which is a bit more difficult for you because of your size, but still manageable. Extra difficult Uh, because I failed my style check. You know, it's they don't look perfect, but you know, most of the people probably wouldn't even notice here. So, I mean, he he doesn't scoff at you or anything. He he knows you're doing your best. Oh, hey, thank you for that. Uh some time goes by and you know, he he thanks you for helping with the um with the work that you've done. And uh you said you wanted a recipe, huh? You, you first you can keep that knife, but what kind of recipe are you looking for? You're still a young chef, correct? Yes, I am still quite inexperienced as a chef. He pauses for a while, and he kind of like like looks you up and down at the stuff that you have on your person. Um, and he gives you the recipe to make a pan pizza. Nice, something that's not soup for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, you're not gonna have tomatoes. You're not gonna have cheese. You're not gonna. Hey, fuck it. Not gonna have flour. You you have a pan on your persons, correct? I think so. Yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, it has like a name. Anyway, yes. So you have a frying pan. So he gives you <laughs> pan pizza recipe. Uh, moving moving on to Kiard as well as the other people that are following behind him because he's like that awkward guy, that, that awkward guy that walks too fast. <laughs> but hey, he's he's walking with purpose. Um, yeah, Kiard's, so you, Kiard's moving fast to go require yeah. re- requisite. Acquire. Procure. 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 Resquire. <laughs> Requisition. What the fuck is happening? Really any what are you doing? Words. I'm failing I at words. I think some people uh, had a stroke just now, but uh, all of those sure. words mean what you're talking about. Sometimes so, yeah, you... people work with words for fucking hours every week, and then they don't words after that. But Kiard is working his hardest and in the fastest way possible to procure all of the things they need for their journey. You guys, uh, led by um, Kiard, you guys leave the Adventurers Guild as you were instructed. Sorry, instructed, and you turn left, and you see that area before where Mort went with his cart. There's kind of like a bit of a depression that goes down underneath, and kind of just like a big, you know, gateway type area to go to this uh, big warehouse area. Uh, when you guys get down there. Um, there's essentially, uh, 
another kind of area for these carts to go on the right. And then there's sort of just like a window, like you're at a, yeah. So basically you've got this kind of entrance, entrance area and there's like a chain link area that this person stands behind um, with an area for you to put your little slip underneath Uh, the person that you're looking at though. Let me describe them. So it's like um, this... any gas or any like any convenience store in the inner city because they're like behind behind their own separate thing. Yeah. In a, yeah, in like a in like a sketchy area. Yeah. Uh what you see in here is a mole standing on top of some kind of like crate stool or something. There yeah, or a crate or something. <laughs> you can't carry a stack of They books. seem like higher than they're <laughs> supposed to be, but you see a female mole wearing a gray pantsuit. And she's just kind of like very busily running through uh, different papers and such to the point that she doesn't even look up. Hello, Kiard Moonfang. We have a we have a uh, requisition slip here. Slide your slip underneath. Yeah, she uh, kind of like picks it up and looks at it. So it was a oh, cart. You guys are going up. Is a cart included here? Well, it says what you need. Um, why do you need a cart to to carry the How stuff? How much stuff do you think you're getting? I. Uh, enough carry what stuff I you're mean, supposed to check on snacks. we're gonna need we're gonna need rations for five people one of which is very large uh we're gonna need uh emergency equipment including uh rope uh emergency fire starters we're gonna need five tents we're gonna need uh we're gonna need a lot of stuff we're 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 going out on a several day journey kiar don't forget to ask about the snacks i i yeah, rations for five people. It, it It's just going to be the basic necessities. She kind of just looks at you and kind of like shakes her head. Uh, she writes a whole bunch of stuff down and then she kind of you hear like step, 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 step as she goes down um, and kind of out of eyesight. You hear a bunch of noise in the distance like she's using some kind of dolly or something like that to get a bunch of things together. Um, and after a time, she comes back with five different packs of various sizes that she's put different uh, rations into. Um, There's a few other necessities like fire starting tools, rope. Yeah. She doesn't give you a cart though. (laughs) Wait, does she give us like backpacks or something? Yeah. She gives you packs. Oh, okay. So we're going to be, we're going to be roughing it here, aren't we? I mean, if you wanted like horses or something, I I guess you I could send you to someone else, but we don't have them in the warehouse. That would be incredibly in Mole Main. What? How do you say How do you say humane in a world with no humans? Uh and Main. <laughs> that would be and Main. Yeah, it, that cruel. would be terrible to that would be cruel. There you go. Also, the horses in this world are dragons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to keep these dragons in here. It would be be a mess. Think about the shit. Think Wait, about the shit. I, th- th- there would be yeah, shit everywhere. Massive piles of shit. I, I get it. Uh, y- are they provided through the Adventurers Guild, or are we going to have to to foot that on our own bill? Hmm. Tell you what. She kind of reaches down to her uh, her little pad, and she writes a little note. Um. And she hands it to you. Uh, You're going to have to go to the stables. Uh, You should be able to borrow a a, a few dragons, but you'll have to bring them back after. 
Uh, that's fine. I, we just need a way to get there as fast as possible. I, I appreciate it. Oh, you included medical supplies in, in our, in our requisitions here, right? Oh, yes, of course. There's a first aid kit in each of those. All right. Great. Thank you. Hmm? It, did she just like hand them to like, how did she hand them to us? So she's got kind of like a cart on four wheels that kind of has like handles. And then the bottom part is flat and she has a bunch of stuff that she's pushing on it. And then basically you hear like a latch open as the door to the right opens and she brings it out for you guys to grab them. So inside of these, you've got basic sleeping supplies, rations, basic camping shit and um, rope. Definitely have some rope. Yeah, that, that's basic stuff that you would imagine would be in there. How many feet of rope are we talking here? It's a good question. You'll have to unravel it to find out. <laughs> I don't know. 50. <laughs> All right, I'm writing down, I don't know, 50, IDK, 50 feet of rope. <laughs> is this being prepared for each of us? Yeah, you. she already has it all prepared in different size backpacks. Okay. Yeah, Kiard, Kiard picks up the backpack that would fit him best, throws it over his shoulders and says, uh, all right, guys, let's let's roll out. Yeah, essentially what you've got is one really big one, and then you've got one medium one, and then three really small ones. Or sorry, two mediums and two smalls. I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm a normal-sized person. I'm sorry. It's a lot. Yes. So um, they hand you that. I mean, I'm 4'10". I'm not small, but I'm not large either. Yeah, no, I said medium. You're one of the medium ones. Who's the other small one? The otter? Otter yeah. and owl. Don't you mean the weasel? The sea <laughs> weasel. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Molly, Molly comes out. She hands it to you. She kind of ushers you guys to get the bags off. She writes you the little thing to pick up, uh, the little note for for you guys to go pick up your your dragons from the stable and she gives you directions uh into uh the the nearest one which is to the west a bit um kind of down down the hill of fairways and yeah she kind of like doesn't really say anything else she just kind of nods you off i saw hootsworth go to the kitchen right yes because I picked up my backpack first, I would throw that over my shoulders and then go right to the the uh, kitchen door and then knock on the door and Hootsworth, you got to pick up your stuff. We got to go. Am I still in the middle of cooking or have I finished all of the stuff that I was doing? Oh, yeah. It times out about evenly. It takes this person a while. Molly, it takes her a little while to go through all of this stuff and you, it takes you a while to do your prep stuff. So you guys are kind of like leaving the adventurers guild around the same time i say a respectful goodbye to chef herman chef herman chef herman and he he nods his head and says chef and this time out of consideration he does bump the door open for you chef as i am leaving the kitchen and i see kiard there looking all antsy i look at him and say there are now two and a half people who aren't owls that I respect. That's great. Grab your backpack. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Got it. Uh, so you guys uh, start heading in the direction that she described to you guys. Uh, you leave the Adventurers Guild area and the buildings, are, of course, are all much smaller. It's mostly houses. Um, as you kind of move away, you do notice uh, a tavern called the uh the something buckle scuzzy buckle what time is it right now by the way like like uh where's the sun right now 
So you guys walk by the uh, Scuzzy Buckle, a place that two of you have been to before, a tavern. I know it well. It's kind of, uh, let me think here. The sun is still up, but it's there's not much daylight left. As we're walking there, I'm going to turn back to this group and say, uh, all right, guys, we have to decide. Do we want to stay here or do we want to make it as far as we can and make camp outside the borders of Bjornfjord? We got all this cool stuff now. We can do the thing. I, I do suppose that we could get at least started this evening and set up camp outside, get our bearings with uh the area around us. Yeah, come on, y'all. Where's that adventurer's spirit? <laughs> I'm sure we have something that can be light. I can see in the dark because I am a superior being, so I do not care if you can oh, see. Oh, boy. Otters are nocturnal, so I'm probably good. I say we we get a move on, but you know, if you guys aren't comfortable with that, we can make or we can stay in town. Well, I mean, till, till daybreak. Literally, everyone said that they were comfortable I mean, camping. Nobody said they wanted to do. Well, then why the <laughs> fuck did why you ask single me? One of them. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> oh. well, there's your answer then. Why are we still talking about it? Yeah, you you quickly decide that you should just get going. So um, you guys are making your way. Uh, there's a bit of a downward slope to the road that you're going down. Houses, houses, houses. Uh, you know, it's getting slightly dimmer. And then finally, you make your way to um, a stable when you get towards, you know, where it's less densely populated. Um, it takes you a bit of a while, a while until you get there. So at this point, it's like dusk almost. Are we outside of the uh, of the stables right now? You're just barely getting to the stables. I'll write it down here. So I would turn to Cecil and, and uh, take that slip that the um, requisitions officer gave me. Hey, uh, Cecil, you said you're pretty good with words, huh? I mean, usually. How about you run this one? Because I I'm getting a feeling that this might be a uh, that that we might not have all of our bases covered here. So we're we're looking for a dragon and a cart. That's what we want to get. Here's the a dragon in a cart and Absolutely. and a cart. We want a cart Absolutely. and a dragon. Here, take this. A cart try to, in the dragon. Try to get us the best deal you can. Best deal. Absolutely. Fifty <laughs> percent off. All carts must go. <laughs> all carts must be in dragons. <laughs> it would be uh, Bjornfjord's Emporium, Dragons and Carts, 50% oh, off, everything must go. <laughs> yeah, you get to the, the stables, and there's actually a guy standing outside. Oh, tight. I walk up to him. Yep, it's a light brown bear wearing blue overalls with a straw hat. Um, Hi there, friend. Barely working? Uh, can I help you? It's the end of the day here. Uh, my name's Ignatz. I, I run these stables here. Uh, Ignatz, it seems you missed my joke. Uh. Oh, what'd you say? I said barely working. I'm not sure I understand your joke. I, I work very hard here. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I didn't mean to offend you, Ignatz. Um, I'm merely looking to get a cart to transport our wares and a dragon to move said cart. Ah, sure. Um, well, let me see what I got going on here. Um, it was a three out of four charisma check, by the way. Damn shame. Yeah, so uh, what kind of money were you looking to spend on this? 
Um, I mean, the least amount possible. You have a voucher. <laughs> I have this voucher. <laughs> and I, like, hold it up, and I, like, move it about. Um, does this voucher take care of the purchase that we need? He kind of looks at it. He It's getting dark out, so he kind of has to, like, hold it up to the, to a light here. Oh, um, oh, hold on. Here, let me let me help. Um, I, I cast... Now, he's hot, got a torch. It's just... I was going to say I cast hot hands on myself, so my hand gets all hot, so I could uh, help light it up for him. <laughs> Hopefully you're not holding the voucher anymore. <laughs> no, I handed it to him. Oh, um... Uh, oh, my God, it's on fire. Oh, this is guild business, huh? Okay, um... Indeed it is. Well... I uh I can I can let you I can let you borrow one of mine. Um you'll have to bring it back after though. Right. I I was told that we would have to bring it back after we were finished. That's not a problem. Okay. Um yeah, sure. Um I can give you the one that I use for uh going to and from. These uh it's got two dragons here. Uh, and he kind of like wheels ah, two dragons, one cart. Yeah. He wheels it out. It's a <laughs> relatively big cart. Um, and yeah, there's basically like a big, it looks very much so like an Oregon trail kind of cart going on. There's a seating area in the front for the drivers. There's uh reins and then there's kind of just some space in the back for cargo. Is it a covered cart? Yes, it is. Yes. Luxury cart. Dope. Yeah, please make sure to bring that back. I I do need it for business. I once again, don't worry. We will return this cart to you with both of these dragons. <sighs> okay. You have my word. And they were never seen again. That's another three out of four uh, charisma check to put Ignatz at ease. Uh, Ignatz um kind of just walks. He like he carts them out, carts out the cart, and he kind of just pats them on the head. You'd be good there, Chuck and Jesse. Uh, Kiard would go over to one of the dragons and just start, like, kind of putting his uh, his weird wolf bird hands through their mane. Oh, Chuck, uh, you're going to be a you're gonna be a good dragon. So they dragon, don't have a mane. Uh, uh, they don't have a The mane. dragon mane. <laughs> it's, like, scaly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of, like, reassuring the dragons, like, it'll be good. We're going to have a good time. The one that you're doing that to is side-eyeing you. With, like, an expressionless face, kind of like when you're, like, weirding out a dog, and they just kind of, like, are looking at you like, what? What do I gotta roll? What do I gotta roll for my for my <laughs> <laughs> dragon handling check? Yeah, try charisma checking this. Oh, that's a, that's a six out of two. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Chuck kind of just is still side-eyeing you, um, but he doesn't make any noise. Just, you can't really tell, but if you imagine... If you were to guess, he probably doesn't particularly like what you're doing. Kiard has an affinity for dragons, so he's going to recognize that and back off, understanding that there will be a a, a greater bond between animal and animal person in the future. Bro, you have no idea how proficient I am with dragons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, so you guys guys got your cart from the guy. Um, He's got the little voucher. With, with your information on it and whatnot. Um, and yeah. Ignatz, I thank you for staying open so we could get this, uh, procure these supplies. We will see you in a couple days, and once again, I promise, you will get this cart and both of these dragons back. Alright, thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go spend some time with my family now. Have a good night. 
You as well, sir. Yep. Ignatz goes inside. Uh, he, he, he takes off the top parts of his overalls. Daytime's done as, and you see them fall down as he goes into the distance, closing the door. Who, who's gonna, who's gonna take the reins here? I, who, who's taking the driver's seat? I'd like to volunteer. Yeah. Um, for like, for the cart, you mean? I'm, I'm more of a, a of a specialist at sea. I don't think that. That's going to be a plus one for me, too. I don't think I'd be the wisest one. Hey, Hootsworth, you want to you take the driver's seat with me? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I need some... Somebody's got to be up here. There's two sets of reins for true dragons. I was looking for one, but... You got this. This sounds like a Hannibal job. It's got, a, it's got Hannibal. Wait a minute. Give, a, give us a quick flex. Maybe you can take one per arm. <laughs> I believe in you. You can do it. You don't need help. The mighty Kiard asking for help? No, that can't be. <laughs> you got this. All right. Well, uh, let, let's get going then. Like I said, you got this. I'm going to sit back. Mike, you, what's the first step to getting, to getting the, the dragons to go? Well, I mean, the, the dragons are already, uh, hooked up to the cart, right? Yeah, they're not moving yet. What's what's step one? Uh yeah. <laughs> and he slaps the reins. Uh they begin to they begin to move forward. Um as you as you uh slowly learn by doing how to how to pull this, this cart full of full of guys. Well I mean I've I've escorted many a many a caravan, so I've I know Perfect. a little bit about yeah, about carts, about carts and you're dragons. You're used to having a second person doing it at the same time. This is the first time you've rode solo. I get it. So there is enough room on the front there for two people, right? Yeah. It's meant for okay. two full-size bears. I'll sit next to Kiard, but I'm not helping. Actually, I'll I'll help, but not in the way he wants me to. I will talk Random with my facts. animal speech at the dragons and ask them to please be polite to my dumb cousin. <laughs> um, but it just sounds like I'm making dragon noises. Chuck gives you a nice old laugh in dragon that doesn't translate to wolf, so you don't know that he's laughing at you. Weird. <laughs> dragon doesn't translate to wolf. Odd. Yeah. Well, laughter is is different. You see. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Exactly. But they both are occasionally looking at you. Chuck and Jesse kind of, the one will look back, then the other one will, and then they'll kind of just go onward. And then, you know, Jesse chimes in like, wait, so so you don't like this one, huh? That's weird. Well, you know, he's family, but what are you going to do? He's not that smart. He did. He can't even speak dragon. Yeah, so so dragon just kind of sounds to, to you, Mike, like uh, cat, 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 cat. <laughs> Like there's occasionally making noises, but that's what you hear. It's a lot of kick, 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 kick. What are What are they saying, Hootsworth? Are they Are they cool? <laughs> They're saying that uh, you're you're the uh, be- best driver they've ever had. Oh yeah, well I I, I would expect so. I mean, I, I failed mean, my on. charisma check hard, by the way. To to say that in a way that sounds like you're telling the truth. Yes. Uh, well, that's on Mike to. Well, what would I? What would I roll to believe him anyway? <laughs> Intelligence, probably. Willpower. 
willpower I mean, to ignore the reality. I mean, it, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, if if Kiard's going to get a compliment from somebody, even if he realizes it's kind of hollow, he's going to accept it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I who knows what kind of jumps were were driving these dragons before. I mean, I'm in the back of the cart, and you just hear me go. I mean, we know that it was Ignatz's personal cart. It was probably him. That's none of my business, I guess. Owned. I would pick up the pace and try to get as much uh, as much distance as we could before it became too late in the evening. Sure. So once you kind of pick up the pace, you finally pass like the human walking speed um, and almost get to like a human jogs. Sorry, not human. <laughs> the speed that you would move normally, you go a bit faster than that. Um, so this is a great idea. <laughs> are, are you talking shit about the cart? <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I would. That's that's bad. That's bad neck bearding. Um, yeah. So you guys make your way. How how long do you go? Like the, it's uh, the moon's out tonight. There's not that many cl- oh, uh, clouds. Oh. How uh, full is the moon? Uh, it's not a full moon. Like, is it enough to light half? the path though? I have yeah, night not vision, clouds. so it doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah, you're even even someone without night vision, their eyes would probably adjust somewhat. Like you're not going to see everything, but you can see well enough. I mean, as the uh, moon crests, and I see that it's enough to like actually light the path. I, I look back at the rest of the people in the cart, and I ask them, "So, uh, who who else can drive this thing? Because I think if we switch off throughout the night." Uh, we'll all be able to get enough rest, rest to just ride through the, ride through the night and, and make good time here. I asked the dragons if they're okay with that. I mean, that's kind of a dick move. Is that what the dragons say? That's what the dragons say. Yeah, that's kind of a dick move. <laughs> you want us to just walk for several days straight, lugging your fat ass? I twist around? my head to Kiard. <laughs> the, the dragons would not be okay with going constantly throughout the night. Professor, ask the dragons how much longer they could they could keep this up for. How much longer can you continue carting these idiots around for? <laughs> um, I can. Pr- we can probably walk for about you know two thirds of a day, but then we need to rest. So I guess we could keep going, but we have to rest at some point. Otherwise, we'll die of exhaustion. They can go for two thirds of a day at most. Otherwise, they will die and. They will haunt you. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not sure if that's how dragons work, but uh... I did promise these dragons um back alive, so I d- I do think that we should um probably stop. Uh, the area that you have made it to at this point is somewhat hillish. Um, like the decline finally ended and now it's up and down and up and down and there's paths that are leading you along. But as it goes up, you know, they kind of at points, uh, it's a bit difficult for them. And then you hit the, the top of it and then kind of they're trying to run to out, you know, outpace this cart. So it, it's not easy work for the, the dragons. I'm going to I'm going to keep going until there's like a good place to like pull off so we won't be like necessarily seen by people traveling the uh traveling the road and then we'll stop there so you're looking for like a meadow i'm looking for a good spot where like where like maybe the road turns pretty sharply and then there's like another hill on like the side or something like somewhere where we can 
where we can have a camp, but we're not like easily seen from far away. Like a valley, like a like a little like valley meadow or something. Like where we can just go behind a hill and like hide our cart from the road. Yeah, exactly. So just to kind of describe this area that you're in, it's like a bunch of hills. So like there's plenty of Yeah. Cover. So the the first one just, we see yeah. after after things get sure. kind of difficult, I'll pull off there. Yeah. Uh there's one there there are a few trees. It's not like woods or, or forest or anything, but it's a few trees, so maybe you can use wood there for campfire. Uh, you're a little bit off the path and somewhat in a valley. Um, kind of like a little grove. There isn't like a stream nearby or anything like that, but um, the area that you're in, yeah. All right, yeah, I pull the so- cart as like, safely as I can up to that, and then uh, yeah. I say, uh, all right, this is where we're, uh, we're going to stay for the night. Ignatz will, or will say retroactively that Ignatz did tell you where he keeps like for the dragons and stuff. And it's underneath the chair that you were sitting on. And he's kind of just got provisions for the dragons. Ignatz is a very thoughtful guy. So yeah, you, I assume you would feed them and stuff. Assuming they can't feed themselves, then yes. I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm not that knowledgeable about horses. Well, my experience with dragons is that you can just let them loose. Uh, They're not horses. Let them feed for themselves overnight if they want to. You're right. They're not horses. Do you think they'd come no. back though? I wouldn't come. I mean, back. yeah, they've been they've been ignots they've been ignots dragons for a how, while. What kind of domesticated are they? Is the biggest. They're clearly question. highly domesticated dragons. They pull carts. <laughs> they're more or less like yeah, horses, but it could be against their will. I mean, like willingly domesticated. Like they're cool with they it. They seem sentient to me. That tells me this is indentured servitude. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't think they're le- they're inclined to come back. I mean, they'd be able to graze. Like, they could eat grass and shit, but you're probably going to tie them up. Dragons eat grass? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) These ones do. You should know. They're the speeds of this world. If someone should know, it would be you. (laughs) They're omnivores. You can, yeah, there you go. You can decide right now, Jared. You have the power. Yeah, no, I'm saying they're omnivores. All right. There you go. All right, so I, I mean, I, I tie the dragons up, but with enough, like, freedom to roam and graze on the grass, because I know that dragons eat grass, apparently. But there's also provisions in the cart. We can give them the not-shitty food. It's true. Or we can just let them go about being shitty cows. It's up to us. If they're omnivores, if they're omnivores, once they get a taste for blood, they might come after you guys, you know? I don't think Bear yeah. Man just put a basin of blood under the, his seat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's but this yeah. bucket of blood doing? I also here? don't think Bear Man's like, these are my personal dragons. Be careful, though. If they get a taste for blood, they'll murder you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, I knew I so, forgot to tell him something. <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so you guys make your camp. Uh, you set up the fire there uh you weren't given tents so you essentially have like bed rolls um you know if you have other things you'd like to set up you can uh like i mentioned earlier it doesn't particularly look very uh cloudy so it's probably not gonna rain should be fine this time of year is kind of like spring so you're fine when kiard opens up his pack and realizes they're not tents he's pissed off because he specifically asked for tents (laughs) You assume there was You asked for a lot of things. 
<laughs> she kind of was like, what adventure are you if you can't make your own fucking tent? Also, why do you need any of this? Shouldn't you already fucking have this? No. Aren't you an adventurer? Fucking mole <laughs> fucked us again. <laughs> yeah, I jumped off of a fucking... I, I'm, I'm a wolf owl and I jumped off of a tree. I'm not going to fucking like pack my entire fucking like 80-pound pack with me when I jump off a tree to try to fly. <laughs> and this is mole lady's problem why. <laughs> seems like a you problem <laughs> so you guys tie up your two friends your two friendly dragons chuck and jesse uh to a tree with enough slack so that they can wander around a bit our party members go to set up fire uh the moonlight kind of just sh- shines it's not particularly dark out right now you can see a bunch of stars above you the area that you're in is kind of just sloping hills and it's silent and that's where we're gonna end it thanks for tuning in to the first full session of nine realms uh thanks for checking it out Uh, i hope you're enjoying the fantasy world if you enjoy warp lords and you want to play for yourself you can find it on drive through rpg also you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter where else can they find us, guys? Instagram. Instagram. Grinder, Tinder, FetLife, JDate, all those. Are those all real? Probably. Oh, okay. Just type in Warp Lords and you'll find us anywhere across the internet. Check us out on the internet if you like it. And tune in next Wednesday for the next session. And if you liked it, tell your friends. Tell it and tell them to like it. And have them Spread tell the people to go listen to it and like it. Do the thing. Yeah, demand people like like the podcast. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's it. Cue song I haven't written yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving that in. (laughs) 